This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2012. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Lee, that his strange secret should be that he doesn't exist, that a climactic final scene should take place in a hut in Alaska, that the whole play should be sponsored by Hair, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was Cooking Bananas in a Canoe. Going live in five, four, three... I say, Lee, the, the Amazon will not transport this canoe by its flowing alone. You have to help me, man. Where do I have to? I'm so bored with rowing. You're the one who wanted to organize this expedition in the first place. I know, but I didn't know the Amazon was so long. <laughs> I mean, really, who so makes a river this long? Well, you fell at the first hurdle. That's the first thing everybody knows about it. No, I didn't know that. Well, what did you know? Well, I thought it was a big jungle with a small river in it. I mean, jungles aren't famous for rivers, are they? The Amazon's named after it. Well, I didn't know that. Anyway, never mind. Look, I'm afraid I'm rationing the provisions. Unless you help me with the canoeing, your share of the sandwiches will go overboard. Oh, I'm not going to have to swim in again and wrestle that caiman for it, am I? Yes. I'm afraid if you don't help out, then that's the way this is going to go. Now, I'm here as your guide, and yes, I'm an expert on these forests, but it doesn't mean I can do everything for you just because you're on some vanity project to find the lost city of Poostow. Yes. Well, fine, Dr. Gringshop. I I will help. I'll do a bit of rowing, but really, I'm so tired. Can't we just have a little bit of a rest? You only just woke up. I cooked you a full breakfast. Yes, but now I'm tired and I need to have it digest. You're like a giant baby. <laughs> well, I think that's a compliment. <laughs> Babies are always told how cute they are. And You're clever. not cute at all. Well, you shouldn't have called me a baby. <laughs> I'm going to assume you meant I'm cute. Oh, thank you, Dr. Gringshop. Thank you. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Lee. I I didn't know that fact that babies are thought cute. See, two can play at that game. (laughs) What are you getting at? Well, you didn't know the Amazon was long. Now I'm saying I didn't know babies were cute. Oh, you obviously knew that. Right. Do we have to have fisticuffs again? Oh, fine. But if I punch you, then don't hit me back, okay? What? Ah! Don't hit me back. Damn, he asked me not to before he did it. Now I can't. (laughs) Oh, such is the British way. (laughs) Well, never mind. Look, we've been going for days now. We should be nearing the point at which we leave the canoe and go ashore. Are we there yet? No, no, I said we are nearing it. Are we there now? No, No, we're not. Are we here soon? We are here soon, yes. I think... God, when I get to Pooh's Town, I'm going to take all of the treasure and put it in my pocket. <laughs> Look, here's the map that your grandfather left you. Yes. Now, this, I think, is where we are. Oh, right, yes. And that is where we need to go. Ah, only three miles. You were right, Dr. Gringshop. Close, close, quite close. Yes, definitely merited being repeated three times. Yes. But don't forget your 
part of the bargain. Once no. I've helped you to find the lost city, I will get this statue. Yes, you will get a statue. Uh, wh why are you saying it in that voice? Yeah. <laughs> Doing that thing with your hands. No, I'm just saying you'll definitely get a statue. But maybe it'll be a statue of yourself after you've been killed. <laughs> in your hometown. No, I mean, you'd get the statue would be in your hometown. But who knows, that probably won't happen. <sighs> yes, very well. Here, take the paddle. Thank you, Dr. Gringshop. Come on, let's... I'll do the last three miles and you can... You can just uh, massage me while we do it. Oh, Joy, lucky me. It's a good thing you're paying me well. Yes. Yes. Well. Well. Quite well. Uh, Professor Snatchladle. Uh, y yes, y yes, yes, child? <laughs> I prefer you if you would call me Dr. Child. Uh. It gives eavesdroppers the wrong impression if they just hear you calling me child. It might make them think I'm a child rather than a dashing man in his early 50s. Uh, 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 of, 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 of course, of course, d Dr. Child. I, I merely have a proclivity to not, not, not name any b b body who has a position lower than mine. And as a professor, I uh, b b don't, 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 don't want to call you the doctor. Uh. I see. Well, you are an arrogant man, <laughs> Professor Snatchladle. I am indeed. But I am the chairman of this society, and I would prefer it if you would understand that in future. Now, Professor Snatchladle, I've been looking through the records of the London Gentlemen's Adventurers Club, or LGAC. <laughs> We like to call it. Good old Lululugak. Oh, we love to call it that. <laughs> and I've been looking through who's been doing the most adventuring recently. Who do you think it might be? Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> l l l Mr. Livingston? No. Mr. Livingston has only been on two adventures this year. Oh, what a letdown. Yes. Uh, how about uh, Miss, Miss Percival? Miss Percival was disqualified from the club on the basis of being a miss. <laughs> of course. Uh, gentlemen, these scones and tea you ordered. Oh. I've brought strawberry jam, raspberry jam, blueberry jam, gooseberry jam, black currant jam, red currant jam, peach jam, plum jam, apricot jam, orange jam, which is marmalade. <laughs> Lemon curd, butter, and marmite. And so what's what's this little pot of p p p p Paul Weller? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I see. That is the jam jam. <laughs> Th thank you, Cane Whistle. Uh, that that will be all. I I'm discussing a very delicate matter with Professor Snatchladle here. Of course, I will shoot my ears off. Oh, oh! I had two. <laughs> Look, Professor Snatchladle. Y yes, I'm. I'm just going to have a s s scone. Uh, Doctor Livingston. It tends to cure my stutter, and it's starting to get v v very annoying to have to do it, to do it. Yes, it's quite annoying to listen to. 
Look, ah, doc- that's, that's better. Dr. Livingston has only been on two adventures this year. Dr. Cream Knight has only been on three. But there's a gentleman in the books, a Dr. Lee Gormengast. What a, what a gentlemanly name. I know. It says here he's been on 12 adventures already this year. Tw- 12 adventures in one year? That's, that's a rate of one a month. It's only February. Six a month? Well, actually, he only did three in January. He's on his ninth in February. Must be a leap year. It is. Even so, that extra day can't account for nine adventures. But the unusual thing is this. He's gone on all these adventures, but has never once in his entire history of being a member of the London Gentleman Adventurers Club set foot in this club. But surely he would have to set foot here to be a member. Exactly. So I'm beginning to suspect that there are several gentlemen all using the same name, going about adventuring as Dr. Lee Gormengast. A bit like Shakespeare or Thatcher. Yes, exactly like Thatcher. No one person could have had so many insane policies. Gosh, the membership are receptive this evening. We must set a challenge, I think, Professor Snatchladle. Yes, Dr. Child. We must set a challenge, a challenge so appealing that all the adventurers will want to take part. But of course, we will be uh, making sure that every member who takes part is registered. And Oh, well, let's just say we'll have set things up in such a way that uh, we'll, uh, we'll know exactly who succeeds in this uh, trepidatious quest. Very good, Dr. Child. I shall retire to the library and find books. That's where you'll find them. (laughs) I personally plan to retire to the kitchen and find utensils. That's where you'll find them. Then maybe I'll retire to the billiard room. Who knows? There might be some balls there. Or the ballroom. No. (laughs) There might, (laughs) might be a ball there. Probably only one at a time. Well, I'll find the books that detail the most intrepid, adventurous places in the world. One that'll really attract the membership. We'll find out for once and for all who this Lee Gormengast is. Uh, Mr. Gormengast. Yes. Uh, I don't want to alarm you, but over there in the bushes, I've spotted one of the native tribes people. Oh, dear. Now, occasionally they can be threatening, but don't worry. Uh, I think most of them speak Spanish, and with my grasp of the language, we should be fine. Yes. <coughs> I'm looking forward to hearing your fluent, absolutely marvelously poetic Spanish. <laughs> Arriba, hombre. Uh, Donde está el ciudad... Lost, oh. <laughs> Buenos dias. Oh. What's he saying? Uh, he says, I will kill you if you take another step. Sure, that's what he said, right? Pretty sure. I learned my Spanish myself from leaflets. Uh, nosotros avec un 
Canu. Sí. Much, muchos queso. Ah, wonderful. He says we can go on as we please. He he has inducted us into his own family, and we are no, now known as two members of the Mpopo clan. Oh, that's terrific. That's terrific, Dr. Gringshop. Right, oh, is he leading us to all, towards Puchao? Well, I think so, but he seems to be urinating on a tree. El baño es embarazado. He says, uh, as soon as I've finished, I'll take you there. Oh, good, good. Look, he's going, he's parting those bushes. My God, I'd never have spotted that path without his help. Oh. Here, pass me that machete, won't you? Here you are. This undergrowth is very thick. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yes. good chopping there. Yes, uh, get that really troll one. Take that, you get felon. That. Yes. Uh, oh, no, what I are just, you... Oh, right, I just imagine it's my ex-wife. Uh, uh, comes easily. Uh, oh, oh well. It's some sort of clearing. My goodness. Oh, we're going downhill. Oh, oh. that must be it. Look. A my. key. A key. A, we, we need a key to get in. Oh, dear. They seem to be having some sort of party in the distance. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Gormengast. You lead the way. This is your expedition. Right. Oh, my goodness. Look! Look at it gleaming. It's absolutely beautiful. Oh, seven gold turrets, four silver turrets, and two bronze turrets, making a total of 13 turrets. Oh. It must be highly symbolic. Yes. Whereas they say 13, unlucky for some. But that's a Western concept. That's what they say. Yes, and it's well known that here in South America they consider all Western concepts to be the opposite of what they believe. Yes. Wait. Definitely. This place should have been deserted for hundreds of years. But if so, why is there smoke coming out of that chimney? You're right, Dr. Gringshop. You're right. Oh, my goodness, maybe... Maybe someone's beaten me to it. We, we've got to get in there and get the treasure before them. Come on. I've brought a gun. My God. Oh. oh there it, it goes into the river. Oh, dear. <laughs> Never mind. We've still got fists, as my mother used to say. Yes. Yes. Après vous, that's Spanish for you lead the way. I've prepared a message, Professor Snatchladle. It's going good. to be sent out to all the members of the London Gentlemen's Adventurers Club, or LGAC, as I simply adore to call it. It's got a lovely plosive sound on the last letter. Yes. Really explodes in your throat like a fat blueberry. <laughs> what a specific metaphor. Well, since we had that blueberry jam, it was the last thing in my mind. Yes. Well, once they read this message, it's so enticing, so inviting. Every adventurer in the world will flock to that very back tall. Sorry, my voice seems to be giving way. That's okay. Everyone will flock, and then, then we will find out who Lee Gorman Gast really is. 
This is the 6 o'clock news. A recent report has shown that academic results for British school children in foreign languages has become absolutely awful. <laughs> the most common affliction for students of uh, French and Spanish is confusing the two and also not knowing many words in either. <laughs> now to, uh, to discuss uh, this uh, terrible uh, result, uh, we have an interview with the Education Secretary, a Porcupine McGee Bassoon. Aye, right, aye, how's it going, aye? Uh, hello, uh, Mr. McGee uh, Bassoon. Uh, what do you say about these uh, terrible results, and which has shown that uh, Britain is among the ten worst countries for foreign language speaking? I know, man, you're making a big deal at nothing, hey, because it's not as bad as you're saying, because like, everybody can speak perfect fine, do you know what I mean, eh? Yes, um, yeah. Would you like to repeat that? Uh, no, I wouldn't actually. So if you'd ask me again, I'd tip you. Right. Um, yes, well, I, I presume there he said that everyone should eat more chips. <laughs> no, I didn't. And I personally find that an offensive stereotype. <laughs> yes, right. Well, I better stop there. Um, thank you, uh, Education Secretary. I need bother. Yes. Uh, in the sport, uh, there, was, uh, there was some golf matches, and, but everyone uh, accidentally brought sandwiches instead of sandwiches, so <laughs> the Open was called off. Uh, and in the weather, uh, the temperatures fluctuated between three and 400 <laughs> every day. Then we'll find out who Lee Gormengast really is. Wait, wait a minute, look. That smoke's not coming from the temple at all. It's coming from behind, somewhere back in the trees. But that's where we came from. I mean, the only thing back there is our camp and our boat. Yes. But but there hasn't been any oh. other explore... <laughs> Matt, are you... are you Dr... Oh, gosh, my oh, voice can't help voice, dearie me. Are you Dr. Greenshop? Yes. I've, I've got a letter. I've got a letter from the London Gentlemen's uh, Adventurers Club. Not the London Gentlemen's Explorers Club. They cancelled your subscription. <laughs> a letter from Elgac? Yes. Yes. They've set a challenge. Really? They want all the adventurers in the world to take part. I've got it here. Here you go. Oh, Sorry, I just ripped a part. bit off of it. <laughs> Never mind, it probably wasn't important. Why? I might just be interested. What do you say, Lee? What have you got there? Here, have a read. Oh. The most trepidatious challenge that has ever been set for any explorer in the whole damn world. 
Yes, they're rather better explorers than they are writers at Elgak. Dear adventurer, if you are reading this, then one of our fine, fine couriers has managed to deliver a letter to you on whatever adventure you find yourself, whether that be deep in the Himalayas or simply trying to traverse a Glasgow High Street on a Saturday night. <laughs> but we want you to cancel all those plans for one of the finest, most exciting adventures still left to mankind. We want you to head up north. Oh, not to Norway, not to Siberia, but further north indeed to Alaska. Yes, in search of the abominable snowman, a large rambling ape so elusive that we do not even know if he exists. However, with all the adventurers in the world on hand, we can scour the area and discover him once and for all. Thank you awfully for reading this lovely note. Yours sincerely, Professor uh, Snatch Ladle and Dr. Child, Chairman and Treasurer of the London Gentlemen's Adventurers Club. P.S. Is it finished? Uh, oh, I that's the bit we tore off. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, find it. It must be on the ground somewhere. Um. Oh, this might be it. <laughs> Could just be another piece of paper from another part. Is this it? Well, Milk? you've just torn it, but... <laughs> oh, dear. Milk, vegetables, dash, carrot, Dash turnip, dash parsnip, dash cucumber, dash tomatoes. Cross out fruit, dash tomatoes, dash apples, dash pears. Copy of newspaper. My God, what can it mean? <laughs> Literally no idea. <laughs> well, thank you, Courier, for bringing that note. Before you leave, I feel like we should give you a parting gift. Oh. How about this hair? Oh. Yes. Oh, gosh. I, how very kind of you. I, I'm a bald man and have always been mocked as such, but with this hair, I can start life anew, afresh. I won't be repulsive to women in the street. People might give me a job as something better than a courier. That's but right. Please. And as it's removable, you can put it in the washing machine or even drape it over your dog. Tell me, wh where did you get this hair? This hair? Why, it's made by Spansgate hair. The finest hair ever made by people who weren't human. It, it, it. That's right. Spansgate hair. The only hair solely produced by camels. I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, you enjoy that hair. Come on, then, Dr. Gringshop. We've got to get to our canoe. Yes. Never mind this temple with its gold, silver, and bon bronze spires. It can wait. Well, we could just nip in and take the treasure. No, there's no time. I want to know what that smoke was doing over by our camp anyway. Come on, then. Come on. Let's get to our boat. Doct uh, Professor, uh, Professor Snatchladle. Uh, yes, Dr. Child. Could you possibly ask the captain to put the engines on silent mode? Like we have to do every single time. Uh, yes, every single time. Excuse me, Captain. Oh, he's yes. preempted. I'm afraid I can't hear you. I shot my ears off. <laughs> ah, well, we can hear, and your propellers are very loud. 
I'm just going to have to guess at what you asked, and the answer is probably either Malaga or 4 3. Thank, thank you very much. I think he understood me, Dr. Child. What? You want me to leap out without a parachute? <laughs> no, please don't. Wait. If you insist. No, uh, no, stay. Oh. Ah! Oh, he landed on a large metal tree. Ah, uh, don't, don't worry, Dr. Child. As a gentleman adventurer, I know how to fly any vehicle, including a car. Ah, soon, soon, Professor Snatchladle will be landing in Alaska, and then everything will be set up, with all the adventurers in the world searching for the abominable snowman, who, of course, does not exist. We'll get them all in one place, and we'll be able to find out which of our membership is pretending to be this Lee Gormengast. Wonderful. How do you get the landing gear down again? <laughs> Ah, yes. He can fly any vehicle. You said nothing about landing. No. Um, well, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm more of an executive adventurer. What, what about... I do most of my adventuring on the stock market. Because <laughs> there's, this, there's this button. It says LLGAC. Uh, but I don't know if that's one of our badges or the one that can, is the landing gear aircraft control. You'd better press it and find out. <laughs> Why do you insist on bringing that asthmatic duck wherever you go? I'm... I, I, I'll have you know... I'll have you know that I'm rather fond of Jemima. She was always with me since I was a little boy. She's a 52-year-old she's a asthmatic duck. The most useful kind of duck to have on an adventure. Yes, she, she lays marvellous eggs. They're kind of porous. Ah. Oh, look, there's one now. Professor Snatchcradle. Snatchcradle, sorry. Nom, 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 nom. You're going to land this plane. I don't care how. But I don't expect it'll be very exciting. <laughs> so I'm just going to sit back here while you do it. Oh, another snowy day. Oh, it is so boring up here. And I have to get sent out to shovel the snow near the bridge to nowhere. I mean, it doesn't even go anywhere. Why would... Oh, stupid snow. Take that, you snow. Don't look at me like that with your snow. Hey, you ever met a shovel before? Yeah, well, get acquainted. Boom. Yeah, oh. Oh. <sighs> So, wait, what's that up in the sky? They don't know how to use the landing gear at all. <laughs> wait, are they tying a duck to the plane? <laughs> I it's guiding them down. <laughs> wow. Oh, well. That's a little bit of excitement, but back to the snow, snowy snow. Yeah, take that snow. Uh. 
you really should be helping me to paddle, Lee. Uh, oh. You know, going all this way up the Pacific isn't easy. I told you we should have gone. We should have gone along the inland rivers, through Panama, through Colombia, up through Panama, ooh, uh, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Mexico. Yes. I think you should get the states in as well. Arizona. Arizona. Just out of interest, who are you consulting with now? <laughs> Uh, what a strange fellow talking to himself. Yes, that way. We should have gone that way. Yep. Well, that was a pointless two minutes. Uh, no, I'm afraid we've chosen our path and we're nearly there. Look, the sea, which was warm and beautiful, is now icy. Frost is on the waves. And where once there were like parrots and stuff. Now it's gulls and walruses. How they get in the sky, I don't know. Look, that sign. Welcome to Alaska. The land of opportunity. Wow. Do you think we'll find it, Lee? What the abominable snowman? Oh, the abominable, I thought you meant Alaska. I would have had a tough job of losing it now. Look, if anyone can do it, Dr. Gringshop, it's you. What, lose Alaska? <laughs> well, I wouldn't put that past you, but no, I meant find the abominable snowman. I'm sure we can do it. We, we found, we found Puchow. I mean, admittedly, we didn't get the treasure, but that was just because of your excitement about the smoke in the canoe. So yeah. I'm sure we can do it. And then we'll be known as the greatest adventurers of all time. By the way, Lee, about that smoke, it, it still is smoking, and it has been all the way since South America. You oh. don't think we should have a look at what that is? Yes, we should. I'll just open up this stove bit of the canoe. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's got such a metal door. Oh, my goodness. What could it mean? Bananas sizzling away on that uh, grill thing. But that's absurd. Who would creep onto our canoe, cook some bananas and leave? Oh, my goodness. Unless... No. No, it can't be. No. You didn't hear me say any of that, did you, Dr. Gringshop? What? The bit where you said, it can't be. No. Ah. Uh, I, I, come on, let's paddle harder. Yes, we're in Alaska, and the abom... Oh, dear. Oh. <sighs> I dropped the oar, but luckily it's stuck in the ice. Uh, and it's got a bell on, so we can find it at night. Yes. You know, why people don't usually think to put bells on their oars quite escapes me. Yes. I mean, you put a bell on a bicycle, why not an oar? Anyway, paddle hard and paddle strong. Alaska, here we come. Well, we're here, but further into Alaska, here we come. Ah, they're beginning to flock in. 
Professor Snatchley at all. Wonderful, Dr. Child. I've no. prepared all the hats. There'll be campfires. Sorry, did you say all the hats? <laughs> all, all, all the hats, yes. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. An adventurer should never be without his hat. Of course. <laughs> well, hey there, boys. I oh. saw your plane come down with a duck in front of it, and I just thought, well, gee whizzle, you've got to go and check that out. So here I am. I, I wanted to give you a warm welcome to, to this here Alaska. And there it is, the greeting of Alaska. <laughs> Sounds very similar to Jemima. Hello, yep. uh, tell me, what's, what's your name? My name is Sarah Poulin. <laughs> Fine. I'm just a Commodore Garden Alaskan gal. Well, look, Sarah, you might be able to help us out. I asked Professor Snatchladle to sort us out some accommodation, but he spent all his time with hats. Oh. Oh, well, that's okay. There's room in my house slash bed. Sorry, your house slash bed. Do you live in a bed? Not usually, but I'd be willing to change. Uh, wait, wh what? Look. I'd be careful, Dr. Child. These Alaskan women can be pretty feisty. Can they indeed? That's right. I once shot a bear and I didn't even have a gun. It didn't die, I just made a poof noise and it walked away, but the well, thought was there. I once shot a bear, except it wasn't a bear. It was a man. And uh, this story doesn't make me look good. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Dr. Child, we've all had to kill someone. <laughs> yes, we have. All had to kill someone. Uh, no, I, look. I slaughtered my milkman when he only gave me two bottles of gold top. I mean, I'd asked for two, but I thought he'd be kind and give me an extra free. You know how much I love fatty milk. I certainly do. Well, I, don't I like worry, the cut boys. Of this young oh, sorry for interrupting you. Oh, not at all. You like the cut of my jib? Yes, I do bring this boat with me everywhere. Yes. It's quite a trouble to haul it overland. But anyway, you can all stay in my house. There's room for two, but I'll take you all. It's right over there, by the bridge to nowhere. Great. Uh, a variety of adventurers will be turning up shortly, so uh, yeah, I hope you have room to accommodate them too, S Sarah. Or Sarah Poulin, I believe. S Sarah Poulin. Sarah. 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 Sarah, yes. For legal reasons. Sarah, Sarah Poulin. And also because the accent's not quite there. So. Ah, good. Well... Let's uh, go and make ourselves comfortable, Sira. Yes, let's. Here we are. Hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Sorry, are you talking to me? Yes. It's yeah. just you talked to yourself earlier. I thought this might be another episode. Look. Dr. Grim, Grim, Grimshop. That's when we probably my name. Yes. <laughs> when we went in earlier, well, before we go in, later, sooner, when, when we go in, I have to tell you something. Mortal danger may lie in wait for me and possibly anyone who's around me. 
That'll be you, because you're next to me right now, and I... Damn. Don't imagine I'm going to let you walk any faster. I knew you were a bad egg from the minute I smelt you. Yes, maybe you did, dear. Maybe you did, Dr. Green Shop, but... But we've come this far, and damn it, I think we should live together and die together. Yeah. I thought it was a. I thought it was about guys being t- together, you know. Together. I quite like it. I'm willing to do it, Lee. Let's live together and die together. You but see, Doctor Gringshop, those, those bananas cooking on our canoe—that was a, that was a terrible warning about my past. Really. And it means that my mortal nemesis is going to kill me today. My God. But today is today. (laughs) I know. Well then, hold my hand. Hold my... Yes. Very sweaty palms. (laughs) Hold my hand as we go into this explorer's meeting. If we have to die together, we'll at least live together as well as we can first. Yes. Come to me. Here, let's all wear white so we're disguised in the snow. Yes, good idea. Which means we have to take our clothes off first. Uh, We could just put white on top. (laughs) It's very cold. Damnation, he's too good. Come on then, Lee. Hand in hand, let's do this. So, are they all here yet, Professor Snatchladle? Uh, we're just waiting on the final couple. Ah, uh, Dr. Dr. Livingston, yeah. tell me, did you manage to find the abominable snowman? Well, I tried very hard. <laughs> and I saw a few people walking around that could be it, but, well, I shot them all and <laughs> they weren't. So, no. Oh, don't worry about that, Dr. Livingston. Oh. We, we've all had to kill people. Yes. <laughs> So I hear. Dr. Grills. Hello. Dr. Grills, did you manage to find the abominable snowman? Well, your, your, letter, your letter said you were looking for a large rambling beast, but uh, I only came across Eric Pickles. <laughs> no, that's not good enough. <laughs> Dr. Ertka, did you manage to find... I have been uh, looking long and hard, but uh, all I have found is some footprints, which might be it, but might have been made by my own feet, because I turned around and saw them behind me. (laughs) Also the shape of my shoes. Thank you, Dr. Ertka. I suppose that must be Dr. Greenshop. I'll I'll get the door. Ah, hello, Dr. Greenshop. Hello. Pleasure to see you again. No, the pleasure's all mine. No, no, at least some of it's mine. Mm. I would say 20% of it is mine. Well, Uh, hang on, there's not enough pleasure for everybody. I mean, I started with the pleasure, I'm not just going to hand it out willy-nilly. I want at least 35%. He's driving a hard bargain, Dr. Greenshop. 25 and we've got a deal. I'm out. Uh, Look, Dr. Greenshop, I am happy to give you 40% of the pleasure, but I'm only going to put in half the money. All right. I came here to make sure I could get the maximum out of my pleasure. 
And I think that's going to be a good deal for the both of us. Absolutely. So, now, at my pleasure... Oh, have here you we go again. Have you managed to find the abominable snowman? I don't know, but a friend of mine just might. Lee! There's... There's nobody there. Yeah, yeah Dr. Livingston... Yes, Dr. Livingston's right. Dr. Greenshop, who... Who, who on you, earth are you talking to? Yes. Who are you talking about? Lee. There, there's nobody... There's Lee nobody. Gorman. I, I was in South Dr. America with him. We, we found a temple. Dr. Lee Gormengast? Yes. Dr. Lee Gormengast is the very man we're looking for. I suspected that it was you, Dr. Greenshop, and also Dr. Livingston, and Dr. Grills, and Dr. Rutka. I suspected that the four of you... Oh, was that five? Five, four, four of you, yes. Four of you were secretly all assuming the identity of Dr. Lee Gormengast to try and increase your adventuring prize money. We hand out prize money for adventuring. Well, no, I'm afraid that's not what happened at all. I was with him this very afternoon. I, I was holding his hand. Oh, what are you now? If you were holding his hand this very afternoon, then maybe you can take me to this Lee Gormengast. And if you can't, Dr. Greenshop, yes. then I'm afraid it's going to go very badly for you. Very badly indeed. Badly in the shape of this gun. My God, that's sort of an L shape with a barrel. Yes. And I just spun the barrel, which is full of bullets. Damnation, you cad. Very well, I'll take you to where I last saw him. I thought he was behind me this whole time. He was outside. Open the door, won't you? If I just retrace my steps, I wandered up here. Over here, I stripped naked and put on these white clothes. And then back here, towards the river. It's quite a long walk. I don't yes. know if you want to do the whole thing. Well, maybe we should just skip to the end. It doesn't look like he's here, Dr. Greenshop. Well, I, I assure you it's not my fault. I, I saw him with my own eyes. He was there. Dr. Greenshop, this is a one-man canoe. What? No. There, there were spaces for two. A one-man canoe with a small stove, one oar with a bell on it. Every oar should have a bell on it. And a bunch of correspondence from me that you seem to have ripped up. Ah, and there's my shopping list. Hmm. Well, if he wasn't on this canoe with me, then what are those bananas doing cooking in the stove? I bananas don't know. are a commonly used food for gentlemen adventurers. They're full of potassium. <laughs> the most manly vitamin ever. If, because if you have 24 in a day, it kills you. I'm I sure like that's nonsense. Well, I've heard about it quite a lot. They'd put a warning sticker on bananas if it was true. Well, really, by the time you've eaten 24 bananas, you're going to be throwing up anyway. Not in a day. You said in a day. You could easily eat 24 hours, one an hour. That'd be easy. Now's my moment. While they're distracted talking about bananas, I can slip away into the trees. I don't understand why he would bring all these cooked bananas with him anyway. Why would he... Why would he... Unless, unless.
tempted them all in with my womanly wiles. They've been staying in the bed. Oh, that's just great. <laughs> Quick! He went this way, Dr. Snatchlittle. Yes. Into these trees. Yes, these Alaskan metal trees. Yes. I've... Come on, Jemima. You scout ahead. She'll sniff out any I, trouble. I'm fo following his footsteps. But wait, look. His footsteps seem to have, seem to have changed. What? What? Over... Oh, my God. <laughs> Jemima, quick, inside my jacket. Hungry and brutal. The abominable snowman. Quick, run, run, <laughs> back to the canoe. <laughs> oh, I'm so quick. Oh, Professor Snatchladle. Oh, yes, Dr. Child. Professor Snatchladle, he's... He's, he's gaining. Oh. If only Whoa. we had something here that a giant ape would want to eat. Oh, oh, no, no, really. No, don't. Oh, oh, Jemima. <laughs> Please, oh. forgive me. I, I was thinking of all the cooked bananas. Oh. Oh, no. I've oh. needlessly sent Jemima to the slaughter. A duck is not enough. Oh. I need 24 more things. Oh. oh, thank God. Jemima, fly, fly to the canoe. Bring us back those bananas in your vast pelican-like beak. <laughs> ah. Ah. There, there, snowman. Eat those bananas and be satisfied. Bananas. 24 cooked bananas. <laughs> oh, 24 are satisfying. <coughs> what have you put in these 24 bananas? <coughs> oh, I faint. I faint. Oh. He, I think he fainted. But wait. I, I think maybe he's dead. The, the abominable snowman. He doesn't exist. How, how could someone find... A creature that doesn't exist. I think the evidence is here, Dr. Child. He must exist. You can tell. Look at his lovely, luxuriant coat. Thick, soft, white hair. Oh, it is really rather beautiful hair. It is. I'm going to cut off a patch of it and wear it on my pate. Wow, that hair's so delightful. It couldn't possibly be been have made by humans. No. <laughs> I'm afraid I'll have to stop you there. God, the I was hoping you'd stop me quite a long time ago. <laughs> the truth is, he doesn't exist, and neither does Lee Gormengast. 
I invented a friend because I knew that if I had an explorer friend who didn't exist, I would then be able to find everything that doesn't exist. <laughs> All I needed to do was imagine a pot of gold not being in my bathroom, and then he'd be able to stride in and get it. It was the greatest plan ever cooked up by man. Of course, the only thing that can find something that doesn't exist is something else that doesn't exist. Everybody knows that. That's one of the central tenets of the London Gentleman Adventurers Club. That's why I invented Sarah Paulin. Someone that absurd could never really exist. No. no, they could only be a fiction made up and amplified by the media to scare everyone, surely. But I'm afraid there's one more thing I made up. One more thing that doesn't exist at all. Alaska. If Alaska doesn't exist, where are we? A very good question. And one that you're going to answer. Seriously, you're going to answer it right now. We are back in the offices. Oh, gosh, looks we are. Oh, yes. Look. There's all our jam and scones. Oh, I thought it was terribly cold and snowy, but no, it's plush leather sofas and books all around. You see, gentlemen, I am the future. Adventurers like us don't any longer need to risk life and limb. All we need to do is invent things. Oh, you're an, ins an inspirational man, Dr. Greenshop. You are, Dr. Greenshop. What say we change the name of this society? After the man you invented to find the things that didn't exist. We know that we all like the acronym, but thank God we can keep it. As chairman of the London Gentleman Adventurers Club, I rename it the Lee Gorman Gast Adventurers Club. Hooray! Hooray. Oh, good. Well, chaps, I think there are still some adventures to have. We haven't had them all, the three of us. Not yet, eh? <laughs> that was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Tom Skelton and Dougie Walker, with Tom Hodge on the piano and David Hughes on the foley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk, like us on Facebook, or befriend us on Twitter. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do tell your friends and spread the word. And if you want to see us live, we now have a monthly Brighton residency at Upstairs at 3 and 10, starting on November the 4th.